All right, so we have started recording, and I want to find out from you what are the similarities or differences, similarities first, with the civil rights movement and this Black Lives Matter movement. So whoever would like to start first, thank you. Well, one thing, we don't have the dogs in the water hoses. Okay. Okay. And bull Okay. Okay, I think this, this, this one is different from the one with the dogs in the water hose. Because mm -hmm. back then, we didn't have the communication systems that we have today. Mm -hmm. Back then, if you was in a rural area, you, was a, you didn't hear about it until later on. And you didn't get to really get the full effects of it because you didn't have the communication system because a lot of blacks didn't have TVs and stuff like that in order to do. And back then it was it was basically more black people. Today you have a you have a cross section of people that's mm -hmm. in the, that's in the in the uh, in the marches. It's a multicultural group, which is really is uh, sending a loud message to each and every one. So you're talking about with the social media um, that they have the cameras and things out. That's what you're referring to, right? Because you have cameras now. You have you have the cell phones. You have all mm -hmm. the communications that you that you can use now to broadcast and and send the messages around. Back then, when we were growing up in Louisiana, we didn't have all that. We didn't have none, but. We was lucky to have a TV, and you had to crowd around one TV to get the news yeah. about the dogs in the water hole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyone else? But the, dif the difference is now, like, people, the Nazis, I call them Nazis, redneck, I mean, uh, you know, skinheads <laughs> and all that. They're wearing suits and on the police department and uh, in Congress and in the Senate, you know. That kind of thing. So, okay. Okay. You know. Okay. Thank you for that. And it, the destruction of the property is almost the same. Um. When they go through and tear up everything. Okay. With the riots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. You know. But don't you feel that the riots back then? that we did more damage to ourselves than we did to the to the other establishment? I do. I agree. I do. In our neighborhood. Right. We burned our neighborhoods down. We burned our neighborhoods. Yep. We we looted we looted each other instead of yep. we, if we we're gonna loot we should have looted in the right place where we I, could really I've been saying I've been I was saying that then. Why are we burning our stores? You know? Well a couple of a couple of things here. Okay. I, I, I tend to think that I tend to think that those stores that were looted and burned down, they weren't black owned. They were owned by whites that were in our community, which limited our access uh, to those services. But those mm -hmm. businesses weren't owned by black folks, and that's where a lot of the anger came in. Mm -hmm. um, when you talk about uh, some of the differences now as opposed to then, one of the big things that stands out to me is the uh, the leadership now is much wow. younger. The leadership now is yeah. much younger than it was before. Uh, yeah. In 67, 68, you're talking about Martin Luther King, and those folks were a lot older 
uh, mm. than the leaders now. So if you look at the leaders now, they're much younger, okay. and the protests are more sustained. They're more sustained. They're going on longer. Now you find in Detroit it's, and in these other cities, it's been like 30 days, 40 days. Okay. Where in um, back then it was like two or three days, four or five days, maybe a week for a riot, and it was over. Mm-hmm. So okay, but on the, on the same note, don't you feel that back then that Martin Luther King, they was in their middle, you know, middle thirties, maybe middle forties, was was speaking out, and the young people didn't speak out then. Now all of a sudden, because of them speaking out, now the young people now begin to speak out more. You got a more cross section of young people and, and elderly people and in between that's speaking today. And also the uh, stores that were looted are the stores that uh, our people frequented. So it was yeah. still like burning down a black business because the business yeah. was in the community. So it yeah. still challenged us. So after the smoke cleared, then we didn't have any shopping. So that's, it, that's, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Detrimental okay. to our community. Yeah, right. now, and, 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 yeah, Back and, and, then, yeah. we had leadership in the White House. Now we got a, a fool, an idiot, who <laughs> thinks it's all right to kill everybody, you know. But if we had leadership, maybe things would be a little different. But I think we're going to see some kind of change eventually, I hope. I think so, too. But you know what I feel? I feel right now that the White House is open to clowns. It's open to what? Clowns. Clowns. You know, like a clown in the circus. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got to keep it in mind, though. It's not the White House out there protesting or rioting. It's the people. It's Black Matters, Antifa. It's the uh, peaceful protesters who may have been a... Uh, undermined by people that had a different agenda. So it's mm-hmm. not the White House because I don't well, think he's these not helping. Well, I don't think these protesters are will listen to leadership anyway. The only leadership they want to listen to is their own. Okay. Well, I, I, well who listens to this this fool we got in office now with his dumb ass? Okay. Excuse me. With his dumb self. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, so, I'll, I'll just, but Emil, I do have a large constituency. On this, on this perspective, Emil, it is. It's coming from there because you're right. When we had Barack Obama in the White House, he was trying to do things for all people, but yet and still, they blocked him for everything that he wanted. Everything. To do. Now, everything that he wanted to do. But, but I agree with what you're saying. But I believe this that. The people that's marching now are marching because they have to march. Because if they don't march and speak out for what they want, this guy in the White House is going to, is going to change our democracy, our constitution, everything going to be geared to as what I said. Well, he's, he want, he's trying to be a dictator. Okay, but... That's his thing. Okay, but I... I, I thought he wanted us to stay... Um, uh, he is a dictator. I thought he wanted to stay the same. I thought the other people wanted to change, not him. He wants to yeah. change it where you have no rights. The only person that has rights is him. Okay. Well, exactly. I don't agree with that. I disagree with that. Uh, okay. So yeah. let's let's bring it back to the movement. 
I want to bring it right back to the movement, okay. the civil rights movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. I need to know what is similar and what are the differences. Um, and uh, what's similar? What, what's similar is that they're both marching and protesting. What's what's mm -hmm. different? What's different is is the philosophy. I think you have a a, a Baptist preacher who was leaving the SCLC, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And now you have radical activists that are uh, leading this particular uh, protest movement. I don't think you, have a, you have a lot of little leaders, like everybody wants to be an Indian and nobody wants to be a chief. Back then you had, we had leaders, you know, that we could turn to or ask, but they got a lot of folks that want to be leaders now. You got this group over here. You got another group over here. You got another group over here. I was watching the news, and there were two people trying to, with their own special group, standing out there arguing with each other. Okay. You know, I agree right. with you. Also, say this, Emil. Back then, Martin Luther King was, he had, he had, um, he could articulate the English language much more than a lot of other blacks that was coming along could. True. Now you have more blacks that can articulate. So this movement is a little bit different because you got more blacks articulate what they really want. And the movement back then, you only had a few that could articulate what the blacks wanted to say to, about the movement and what they need to do. So this movement today is a is different from from uh, from Selma and the rest of them because you have more blacks that are that are articulating more blacks in the in the uh, po political world that speaking out and articulating the views of everyone. Okay, mm -hmm. that, that's true because what uh, Dr. King marched for and what we marched for back in the day came true in the sense that we have. All of these black legislators, black mayors, black uh, council governors, uh, governors, uh, school board, uh, all Congress, of that, you know, all, this, all, this, mm -hmm. all of this leadership. So if there's any blame to be uh, 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 given out, then we have to blame that leadership if things are falling apart because they are not upholding their part of the game because we, we have the leadership, we have the big business people and all of that. Everything that Dr. King uh, was out there for, it, it's pretty much, you know, come to fruition. Uh, and uh, well, we're not living up to the part though. We're not, we're, we're not living up to the part. We're not educating our kids, uh, you know, we, for the most wait, don't part. Forget, and don't forget, we're killing each other. Mm -hmm. True. Oh, that's that's big time. Yeah, we're killing each other. Hear me, I said this. And, that, and that's out of ignorance. That's out of ignorance. They're not taught to uh, uh, not kill each other. They they want money, and they're killing each other over money, you know, and drugs and stuff like that. It's it's just ignorant. Okay. But when they're not killing each other, they say Black Lives Matter. Well, how can you convince the white people that Black Lives Matter? And, and we kill each other. Okay, so. I agree with okay, so. And something you said, Angie, you said uh, the men are not in the school. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of black men not in the home either, not raising these young men. 
That's so true. They're going, that's, that's they're true. going crazy Amen. because we got too many single mothers. And there's no uh, no negative on the single mother, but the fact that the man is not there, he's not there to train that young man. So the young men are going astray and getting into everything. And uh, we need our men in the home as well as in school. Okay, yeah, so let's... You can't teach them how to be a man. Yes. Okay, that's so... Right. Let's go back to the beginning. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, all the things that's being described uh, just alludes to the fact that the messages now, the protests now, they're not monolithic. Right. They're not just one thing. They're just not one or two things. It's a lot. Yeah, these issues now that these younger folks are bringing about, they go across the whole spectrum. And so a lot of the things Thanks. that's being mentioned about men not being in the home, about kids not being educated, mm -hmm. that's all because of systemic racism. And that's what's being protested against right now. When you look at, you know, I want to try to say what Anya was asking about um, what's, what's different now and what might be the same. These things kind of move beyond that a little bit. And, and, and the reason that there's not so many black men in the home is because we have mass incarceration. When you look at this country, we incarcerate, we put more people in jail than any other country, any other industrialized country on earth. And you look at the number of people that are in prison, they're all black males. And so when you look at black males being in prison for $5 worth of weed, um, or whatever it might be for 25 years, that's for something they didn't do. Yeah, they, that takes them out of the house. And when we say systemic, that means that it's been a pattern. That means that it's been um, organized to keep black men out of the house so that you can keep the, the black race down. Because when there's exactly. a male in the house, that's going to put the house not in turmoil. Because I want to give credit to single mothers. There's a lot of single mothers out there that do a great job. And I don't want to go past that. But the big thing, the reason that we have these problems is that, yeah, there's no black males in the house, but there's a reason for that. And you, have, it was alluded to with poor education, um, and, and I want to add in mass incarceration, but these are residual effects. But a, a racist can't stop you from raising your kids or training your kids in school. A racist right. can't stop you from And teaching them right from wrong. Exactly. And then a lot of, a lot of them, they... A lot of these kids come from good homes with both parents. Because when I was working, I got a lot of, you know, young people across my desk in delinquency. Parents, both parents in the home, they came from a good home. But they out there doing drugs, selling drugs, murder, right. uh, rape, you name it, they were doing yeah. it. They want to be yeah, down yeah, those things, again, were mentioned before. Some, one of you all had mentioned, which was correct, um, about uh, poor education or about ignorance. I want to say ignorance. And so those ignorance, things yeah. uh, remain from that. When you say about that there's uh, kids raised in good homes and good, in pretty good communities, the kids could be in a good home. But if everything else around them says bad, he's going to you know, be assimilated into the community. If you got one good house or one good parent, or two good parents in a household trying to do everything right, and there's 15 or 20 others, that kid goes to school, that kid plays on sports teams, that kid is walking up to school, he's going to be drawn in sometimes where otherwise he shouldn't be. 
And so that's how some of these things happen. But it's that's the a system. Yeah, it's that's the system right. that's dragging right. them in. Yeah, and that's what these kids are protesting now. That's now that's, that's a good point. Because not only are they being misled in the streets, they're being misled in the high institutions because we've got a lot of liberal professors that are espousing things to our kids. When they come back home, we don't know who they are. <laughs> true. Yeah. This is true. This is true. You've got these radicals up there in, in the college that came from the 60s, the hippies and the different ones smoking dope and doing everything out there. Now they're the mm -hmm. college professors. They're the leadership. And they're the ones training our kids up there in college. If you don't put some in them before they go and, and then check up on them, then those uh, professors are going to take them and try to mold them into a different way of thinking against America. You know, it's all anti-America. Mm -hmm. Instead of for America and, and live the American dream, because look at all the black people around us living the American dream, the athletes, Oprah Winfrey. People can't stop you from doing what you got in your heart. I don't care how racist they are. I don't care how determined they are. If this, if Madam C.J. Walker made it back in the day, she was the first millionaire lady, then why can't our people make it today? We have more than what she had yep. to work with. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? But, but Emmy, look at this point, too. Back then, we had very few. Now we have much more. We have much more and many more Blacks now who have made it are reaching back and trying to and trying to tell the young black man and the young man and this movement is different from yesterday because today we are going across the board like the young man just spoke. We're we're going across the board with every right that we deserve to be there. We don't have you look at the CEOs. How many CEO black CEOs do we have? We don't have them in the black field. So they are pushing for all this. And you can be a CEO. You can be a lawyer. You can be this. You can be a doctor. You can be all you want to be. And these black athletes are now pushing, saying, this movement today is not like it was yesterday. This movement is about a cultural improvement in a cultural environment. Well, even if you, okay, you're saying CEOs and not CEOs. And the companies that they have now, like the one lady said, you know, you got the Ku Klux Klan to dress up in suits and ties, okay, that you work beside every day. You just don't know that they are, they're, 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 and they're racist, and you just don't know. They own the police force. How, how are they going to be CEOs in their companies? These, we, we've got to have companies of our own to do things like this, to be CEOs, because the white man is not going to let us do that because he's afraid of us getting ahead of them. So he's always going to keep us divided. And that's and what he, he does. He, that, he, ha he has that fear. Because if you notice on most of your commercials, a lot of them are integrated. Have you all noticed that? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. And this is what they're afraid of. Because they're no longer going to be the majority. They're beginning to be the minority. Exactly. And they are afraid of black men. Believe that. Oh yes. Let's go back. Let's go back to Oklahoma. Let's go back to Oklahoma. Yeah, when they burned down the, 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 uh, that city. Right, because we was began to build. We had a black wall. We was we was began to build, and right now we are rebuilding 
what what they have torn down. They have never rebuilt that section. They never rebuilt that section. But will begin to rebuild again Mm -hmm. throughout the world. And so therefore, with this movement from from uh, from Martin Luther King and all those, what right now we had what 95 percent black, but now we got a cross section of people that's pushing for equality all the way across the board for each and every person. That's right. different. What black? But you know what? That's a good point about equality. You know, we have equality. I was watching the Jefferson. This is an aside. I was watching the Jeffersons one year when they were very mm-hmm. popular. And Florence told the Jefferson, she said, Mr. Jefferson, um, uh, how did we uh, 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 get over and didn't nobody tell me? In other words, she was looking at her rich uh, employer, the Jeffersons, and saying, well, hey, they're free. They have all that they want. They have uh, all their dreams and ideas that they've established, the American dream. And didn't nobody tell her that... Uh, we had overcome until you started being important well, by this. I don't think we well, really overcome. I don't think we did overcome. No, we, no, we haven't overcome. We haven't well, we overcome. Found, if I we don't had, think so. We overcame. No, if we, had, if we had overcome, if we overcame to a point, we wouldn't be, yeah, we wouldn't be where we are today. If we had overcome and we got all the, had all these great things that's been mentioned, why are we still having to protest right now? They got a march, can't vote. They try to stop us right. from voting. Passing a, right. They got to pass a law for us to vote. That's yeah, ridiculous. But actually, we have yeah, overcome. But what it is is people are changing the conversation. They're trying to make us think that we haven't. In other words, what is, what is the talk today? The talk today is slavery, back in slavery pulling down statues, taking down flags. Those flags and statues been there 150 years, 200 years, never bothered anybody until now. We've moved on up and walking by those uh, things every day, but yet they pull them down. They won't even go do it legally. They do it illegally. They need you know, to be pulled down. They need to be well, pulled down. They need to stop flying that Confederate flag. They have to do it legally. Symbols of racism. Yeah, they're symbols of racism. All those generals, all those generals and all those war heroes were fighting to maintain slavery. That's why they were fighting against the North. They were fighting to maintain slavery. So That's why they are being pulled down. But yeah, why would you give honor to someone that was fighting to maintain slavery? It doesn't make any sense when you have other folks that deserve to be uh, in a statue or whatever it might be, but all of those generals, all of those names were fighting against the United States. The United States of America said, hey, we're getting rid of slavery. Those statues are men that were fighting to maintain slavery. Now, I do. But how is it helping us? I'm pulling the statue down or the flag down. It's not really helping black people. It's just an emotional issue. It's just a confusion issue to make you think, well, they're doing something. But that's not doing anything. People have been walking by those statues for 150 years and then said nothing. And we, and we, and we haven't overcome anything. That's, we that's have overcome. That's the self-evident message that we got, is that you walk past that 
and you don't, and you, you, you're saying we haven't, they haven't bothered anybody. We've been doing that for 150 years, but that's why we're in the state that we're in now because other, the white folks see those things and they give honor to those statues. That's why folks in the South and folks in the North now still think that they're better than us because those people fought for that very reason. That's but what if you those statues do. But if you're the mayor of a city, and if you're a councilman, or if you're a lawyer, a doctor, Indian chief, whatever you are, uh, you're middle class, and you walk by that statue, then how does that bother you? You you you've done your thing. It's, it's, how, how does it work? Regardless of how racist they were. How does that it's not about, it's, it's not you know about what? It's not about it's not about that. It's, what again? You know what I think Thank God, God for CB nineteen. Because C V nineteen has given all people, black, white, blue, green, all movements, a new look at America. Yeah. We have right. a new look, a new look at America where we having a Damascus Road moment where the scales is falling off our eyes. We are tired of walking past, honoring these so-called statues you're talking about, that all they want to do is keep us in slavery. What what this new movement and Black Lives Matter saying, all lives matter. We want equality for all people, not just a few but for all, and we need to stop and just look at everything and say this movement that's going on today, this movement is for us, for all people to walk together hand in hand, but yet and still on the same level where if I go in for the job, I can get the same job that that, that Joe Blow or these pecker rules that you're talking about that can receive. We are on the same movement. That movement is different from yesterday. The movement today is fighting for a new environment, a new equality, for justice for all, not just for a few. Okay, I will need to it's chime in right here. Excuse me. I'm, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Annie. No, no, I'm good. Go ahead. After you finish your point, I'll chime in to move us in a different direction. Go ahead. Okay, well, the, the the one thing I wanted to say about some of the things that's been mentioned is that, yeah, we do have uh, black millionaires. We have Oprah, we got athletes, we got actors, we got rappers, we got all those things that have millions of dollars. But that's not anything that's going to enhance this systemic racism that we face. The rappers, Oprah Winfrey, all those people can do nothing. They haven't been able to do nothing against mass incarceration, poor, poor health care for African Americans, poor education for African Americans. Sure. We talk about education. There's no way you're going to be able to educate a kid in Detroit off of $7,600 a year, and then a kid in Gross Point right across the street get $14,000 per kid. Mm -hmm. And then you got this school, DOS, that, that woman that has no educational background wanting, wanting taxpayers, our money, to pay for kids to go to private school, take money from the public schools. Now you're but talking. The private now school, you're talking. The private now school you're talking. parents 
page taxes. They should pay. Yeah, well, we have, well, we pay taxes so too. And I don't want to pay for for the kids uh, across the street or across town or Gross Point to go to a private school, and my kids can't get a computer. But the thing is, you send your kids to private school, and they send their kids to a public school. The private school person pays taxes that send the kids to to public school as well as their tuition for private school. So they're helping Mm -hmm. us out. So they're not out of the game. They're in the game. That's a a choice that they make. That's a choice that they make because they're privileged. Well, this is America. We're supposed to make choices. You know, some this educational system is for all. If a guy crosses the street but it's and a guy gets $17,000 $17, for, for a child per month, then everyone should get $17,000 per month. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be no, and this is what this Black Lives Matter and all this movement is That's what about. they're talking we about. Don't want, we don't want to be for. Well, I'm paying taxes, and you gonna get my child seven thousand, and then the guy across the street gonna get seventeen thousand. No, that, that money. But we have to work with what we have. All across the board, we have to work with what we have. That, that uh, because it's a lower amount doesn't mean that you can't get a quality education. It's about well, you really education. can't because Not we don't have the equipment. They got the forty kids in a class. They got forty plus kids in a class. And you yeah, go out to these other teach. schools, and they don't have that many in a class. Yeah. You can't, you can have barely teach, teach 20 kids, let alone 40. But all you right. have to teach right. is reading, writing, and arithmetic. If they get that down, they can learn anything. Well, they ain't right. doing it like that anymore. They're not doing that anymore. Which I don't understand. We learned it, but they're not doing that. It's new this and new that, computer and all of that. We didn't have all of that. So it's a well, different they, system they now. Won't, they won't stay with tried and true. Now, when I was in education, when my first job was a, um, a paraprofessional. I was a social service paraprofessional uh, back in the uh, uh, 70s, back in the 60s, late 60s and, and, and 70s. And uh, I was with this program called Project Follow Through. And uh, it was a federal program. But what they were doing was experimenting. We were, we were located out of the Adelaide Stevenson building. That's when it was run by the Board of Ed. Mm-hmm. Um, what they were doing was experimenting. They had d- different classes in different schools that they paid for, the federal government paid for. And they had different types of reading programs and these types of programs. But the thing is, is they stopped doing what was tried and true. They stopped phonics. They stopped all the things that were tried and true that you could teach a kid how to read. And then what happened was, in every classroom, they ended up doing something different. So when you're doing, that's confusion. So when you're doing all these different things and all these new things, you keep adding in and you're not really teaching anything. So the kids come out, 40% graduate and the other 6% don't, you know. It's, it's this sort of thing. It's confusion. Because they're not, I agree, they're not educating, and it, and it has been systematic. But who's been running the schools? The black folks have been running the schools in these big cities. But yet and still, we need to stop and think about it. Yesterday is yesterday. Today is today. What we're looking at today is that we want equality, education, all the way across the board. And we would like books in our classrooms, too. 
Thank you. Yeah, but the books don't have anything in them. They don't even teach history. No, I mean books like other, like the other children have. My cousin, uh, she worked with Dapset for years. She's retired now. They don't have the proper books in these schools. They don't have enough computers for the kids. They don't have quality teachers in Detroit. Well, what is it? They hired some teachers in Detroit with not. They didn't even have their uh, certificates. If they don't, and I remember that back in the day. The teachers union. The teachers union used to be focused on education, not on giving money to some political group or or not. Well, wherever they were stealing it or whatever they were doing to it, the kids weren't benefiting, and they take money from the teachers that they claim they were going to give back, but they don't. You know, you can't really get a quality teacher if you're not going to pay them. Okay. Now, somebody was talking about mean? health care. If you want health care, you get a job. If you want to stay out of the criminal justice system, you don't. All jobs, all jobs don't offer you health care. All jobs do not offer you health care. So well, that doesn't happen somewhere. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> Most you know what they're trying to they trying to knock out uh Obama uh health care. They're trying to knock that out, <gasps> y'all dumb president true. with his ignorant self. He's well, been trying to true. get rid of that since he's been in office, but he hasn't. He can't well, you know, the government the government doesn't do a good job at health care. I can avow to that I'm a veteran and the VA system was terrible. Yeah, so the government is not good with health care. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We can't rely on the government. We need the private health care. You pay, you you get a job, or you pay for your health care. You get the best health care in the United States. Everybody, well, the jobs for these people have it is not enough to get health care. Mm -hmm. yep, yep, you yep. say you get the best health care in the United States? Yes, ma'am. No. Oh no, no, I, I, no, you don't. The best, the best. No, you don't. Is in Europe. The best health. Uh, guess where? Cuba, Paris. I saw a documentary. Right. Everybody have a good health care but us. Uh -huh. That's right. Every country in the uh -huh. world does not have a health care to help our people. I disagree. And our strongest access is our teachers. We do not pay our teachers what they demand, what they need. That's what I just said. That's right. They, they I, took I money from the teachers like they did from the police. Okay. I agree with that. All right. I'm going to move the conversation in a little different direction. Um, I don't have to do much. You guys are, you know, pretty passionate about your views, which is great. But now I want to go to uh, with the civil rights movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. I want to know what reform has taken place during the civil rights movement that was very beneficial for uh, people of color. And then what is the Black Lives Matter? Um, what reform are they trying to gain for us to move this ahead? You know, I'm, and I'm assuming, I'm, I'm just guessing here, um, are we, with all the conversation, so it's like the Black Lives Matter is taking the baton from the civil rights movement, you guys, and moving it forward, or is this is it? They started from scratch, or what's happening here? So I'm asking you two things. 
Did they take the baton and run that, with it? Yeah. And then what reform did the civil rights movement do compared to now? What is the Black Lives Matter trying to do as far as well, reform? Well, to me, all they're doing right now is just talking. Okay. Okay. You know, but the Black Lives Matter, they're saying an awful lot. They're saying quite a bit for us. They're saying we are tired of being left behind. Okay. We are tired of inequality. We now, we have good minds and we are solid. We want to be on the same spectacle that everyone else is on. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter is going across the board. I like what they're doing. Okay. They are saying, okay, we fought for this going back to uh, you know, this this movement before, but now this this Black Lives Matter is pushing for all people. They don't care what color you are, who you are, for them to be recognized. And, and they're tired of police brutality. And the police brutality. Yeah, and which they've been doing for centuries and centuries and centuries and still doing what, what, it. But, but you, you go back and you look at what Black Lives Matter is saying, if you go back in history, who was the smartest people? Who was the inventor? Who created this? Who did the, the, the lights in, in, in Washington, D.C., a black man, the first hot... Black man built the country. Black man built the country. Yep. Yep. <laughs> look at this. Black, black lives does matter. And you know what? They do not want to give us the opportunity of the chance. So what Black Lives Matter is saying, we want the opportunity to show that we can run this country. We can do this. And a good example was President Obama. President Obama was an excellent president. He did for all people. He reached out to all people. But you see who was trying to hold him back. That's what Black Lives Matter is saying. Yeah, Moscow, Mitch, and that stereotype. Get rid of that racism. Let, let, but I you know that that's going to be here to stay. That's a good point about yeah, President yeah. Obama. Now, here we mm-hmm. here we elected a black president for eight years. And you mean to tell me we're still suffering from racism? What happened? Yeah, they got all of the bills why that he, he tried to why, pass why to sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk. Yeah, but why did he help put that man in for eight years, along yeah. with the blacks and everybody yeah. else? Whitey did, because they're the majority. Yeah. So, where is all this racism at? I don't see it because well, it's always been there. As president, as the most powerful man in the world, then how can we sit here today and say there's all this racism? It, 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 we, we, Dr. King got us to a point, and when he got us to that point back in the 60s, you know what happened? Drugs right. came in, and you know what happened? We accepted the drugs. After we got through experimenting. Guess what? Today they're still doing crack. We haven't learned anything. You know, you you, they you haven't said no. You know they got on Nancy Reagan. They said, "Oh, no, that was no, that no, was lame." No. You said, "Just said no." But the thing is, is you have to say no to some things. Everything is not good for you. It may might feel good, but it's not good for you. In Detroit, we haven't recovered from that yet. Now that's what I said earlier. We still exactly we haven't recovered that yet. So what did that get us? That didn't get us anywhere. Education is going to get us somewhere. Uh, uh, The Lord is going to get us somewhere. Get these people back in church. Get the men back into the homes. Amen. um, 
you know, because <laughs> all this other stuff is a side stuff keeping us confused. Confusion, you know, uh, it's a spiritual warfare. It's not these men, it's not these women. It's spiritual warfare. The devil is in his last days, and the devil yes, is doing everybody that he can to do negative things. That's why we have all this confusion and all and, this sickness. And plus, you know what? We got the Satan's disciple in the White House, so I'm going back to my previous point. I'm the Pharaoh in the White House. I think God for TV. Now, what? I, I call him Pharaoh. <laughs> he he hardens his heart. Come on now, let's think about what I'm saying. He hardens his heart. That's Pharaoh. Okay. Um, CV19 has woken us up, has woken America up, that we need to do better at what we have done. We need to do better. And CV19 has brought all this out about all this racism and all this stuff. It brought it out. Evangelicals and all of them. The word is saying, America, you need to do better with your people. You need to stop holding people back. And well, now everybody all over the world knows. That's one good thing this has done. That's, that's it. it. It touched everyone, but, but God has allowed it for a reason. And we have this conversation today for that same reason that we now realize that we want equality. And CB19 is saying, hey, if you want equality, you got to step out there. And we've got to put the right people in office in order to, to help us achieve that goal. Because the person that you vote for is the person that go, that's going to do the right thing for all people. He's going to implement things for all people. Now, getting back to Emmy, you said something about President Obama. Before President Obama was sworn in, the Republicans had already got together and said they're going to stop him from all his agenda. So what did they do? They blocked everything he tried to do for the American yeah. people. Moscow Lipkin said, he said that on TV. But he had the Senate well, we, and the Congress as Democrats. Behind them. Yep. It's her no what? What did he do? As I recall, Trump is doing now. Trump did a, uh, he signed a bill the other a few weeks ago for the uh, uh, black uh, colleges. And you know what? The black colleges no longer have to go to Washington every year now and beg for money because they have a contract with the government. They're going to get money continuously. Now, Trump well, we did better hope now, they do. If, if he's, if he's I don't leave nothing that fool says. Well, you all have to look it up. You have computers. Why would he do something for the black colleges and Obama didn't do it when he was in office he for eight years? He wants, you, he wants you to vote for him. He's very scared now. He wants yeah, you to vote for him. That's why he did it. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Wait a minute. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't done it yet. So you know how he is. He already did it. It's already signed. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. That's because he wants you to vote for him. Let me tell you all something real quick about uh, Alicia Swartz, who's the co-founder of uh, Black Lives Matter. Her name is Garza now because she got married. She married a transgender man, Ooh. and uh, she came out in uh, 2004 to her family as queer. So part of their constitution uh, is a, a is a queer nation type of a deal. Let me read it to you right quick. 
It says, now this is off of blacklivesmatter.com. He says, um, we are guided by the fact that the fact that all black lives matter, regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, economic status, ability, disability, religious belief, or disbelief, immigration status, which means illegal people, or location. We make space for transgender brothers and sisters to participate and lead. We are self-reflexive and do uh, the work required to dismantle cisgender. They want to dismantle cisgender, regular people, privileged and uplift black trans folks, especially black, black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by the trans antagonistic violence. We build a space that affirms black women uh, and it goes on and on. But this is their underlying agenda. These are transsexual people, activists, uh, and those are the leadership of Black Lives Matter. If you didn't know that, but you can go on blacklivesmatter.com. And you can find it. Yeah, I found it real quick on my phone. Just just put it in blacklivesmatter.com. They're not trying to hide it, which is good, because the devil is exposing himself. So these people have a different agenda than what we think they have. They have a different agenda than what we think they have. Because everything on the surface is not necessarily what, what it is. They, I mean, we, we, have free, we have that free will, but I say this. They have a right to their freedom as well as we have a right to our freedom. What we need to do, we need to do the right thing for people. We need to stop judging and stop getting out there and stop working and helping each other get ahead. Does that we not be judged, says the Bible. Does that we not be judged. We better call these people out. Now, there's a real difference, real quick, and I'm ending. Uh, the difference is, is these are non-Christian people, if they believe in all that transgender stuff, whereas Dr. King's mm -hmm. movement was a Christian movement. They prayed. Uh, every day before they uh, uh, took matters in hand about uh, uh, the civil rights movement, whereas I don't, I don't think these people are probably praying, you know, mm -hmm. they believe like, and all that stuff. But because God created man and woman, He didn't create confusion. You know, this, this is a psychological uh, thing. But I'm so it's spiritual. God is still love. It's spiritual. So God God is still love. He reigned on the just and the unjust. Well, we That's true. You know, what we need to do is, what we need to do is, for the Black Lives Matter, is to keep that gender going, that we want equality of rights for all people. Well, I think it's going to keep going, but I don't know how soon we're going to see equality all around. I don't. I, I don't know. This is, something that, this is something we want to work with. Now, if you go back in history, I mean, since you're talking about history, go back in history. The old Republican Party gave the blacks the right to go to school, gave the blacks the right to do this, but the new Republican Party came on board and canceled all that because they didn't want those people to get ahead because they realized then how smart black people are. And but that's right. not true. These people going anywhere they want to go, any school they want to go. Right, but black I don't see no kids around here in Detroit denied going any school they want to go to if they're smart enough. Now, if you're not that smart, then quite naturally, it's more of a challenge. But if you, if you made the grade, 
then you can go any way you okay, want to okay. go. Nobody's holding you back. Okay. No Pepperwood, no Negro, and nobody else is holding you back. Let's throw you and let's throw you and Trump and the Republican Party out of here. Out of this. Let's look at this. What the Black Lives Matter movement is saying, we are protesting for equality of life for all people. No matter That's not true. They're not marching for the, the black on black crime. They're just marching on the emotional uh, white cop to kill the black guy. That's what they're marching on. They're not marching on the, the black on black crime, which happens every week in our community. You know what? So they're not an equal opportunity uh, uh, agenda. They got a strict agenda. And most people don't even know what they believe. I well, I tell you one thing: I don't want them to defund the police department. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to live in no community where they have no police officers, none, because all the police are not bad. I agree with you, sister. So you know, I, I one, I don't want to live in a in a community where they have no police. Well, you have law and order. Okay. How about if I make a comment? Excuse me. I'm going to make a comment on the defunding and then we're going to um, be wrapping up. So as far as defunding, um, some people are using that word incorrectly. Um, with the defunding, mm -hmm. they're talking about moving monies from one part. I mean, you know, one... Okay. They don't, need, they don't need to do that. They don't have enough money for the police as it is. Well, let me finish the point. Taken away from the Excuse police. me. Let me let me finish the point. Let me finish the point. Years ago, if you okay. remember, years ago, if you remember, um, we had mental health institutions for people. Now, um, mm -hmm. after they closed up and those, England took them all away. So after they did that, amongst other things that money went into police departments. So they use that money for other things, such as in the urban areas, they have um, actually military equipment for, they're, they're supposed to be peace officers. But after closing mental health places, um, now the police departments and the prison systems have to house and, um, they have to house and, um, if if someone is off their medications or having an episode, they're going to those calls as well. So they the police department wasn't created to do that. But because different um, institutions were closed and that money was moved elsewhere, that's how we end up with the police and other um, places um, taking care of mentally um, disturbed or mentally challenged um, or people who just, you know, they're fine, they're except not, for... They're not getting the care that they should get. But that's what I'm saying. So when they say defund, they're just saying the money that was moved to cut some programs, mm -hmm. take that money and take it back so that we can have mental health. And I'm just using that one as one um, um, example. There's other examples too. So defunding just is moving the money back or taking it and doing something else with that money. Well, and that's not taking it there because the police are to, not. They need to open up some of these mental institutions so some of these people that's on the street needing help. That's what. And in these prisons where they don't need to be. That's why That's why they're saying defund. That's why they're saying defund. That's why they're saying defund. Defund is just another way of saying they need to move that money away and 
form this again or move the money away and do something else. Like they need social workers. No. The the officers shouldn't be going on calls um, when a husband and wife is having some issues. They need to actually be policing the community. So if you have the social workers and you um, have them doing what they used to do, you know, so that's what they mean. Defund does not mean dismantle. Dismantle well, means to take apart. with social workers going on domestic uh, calls. No, what I'm saying is you... police don't really want to go on those. Right. Well, I'm just saying just having, just having the agencies where you can take people to or refer them to, not to call 911 for police to go police them. So on that note, I'm going to finish. Uh, yes. And yeah, we got enough social workers and we got enough money to go around. We don't have to take it from the police to put it somewhere. No, 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 no. That's what they, but that's what they did. That's how they ended up with more money. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that's what they need to do. Right, but they also yeah, had they also they had several pay them enough. Right, yes, they that's true. That's true. Okay, I'm going to move Okay. Okay, make make your point and then I'm going to move on because it's almost 8 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock. It's almost, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Defunding the police department, we are moving the money to get the policemen well trained yes. and putting it to a different area so they can better serve the community. Yes, they are not taking the money from the police right. department; they are making it better to serve the community in all aspects of the community. Right, right, because they and that's what we need. Right, because they increased all of their um, their duties. They're doing other things besides what they were meant to do. Okay, so on this note, I need everybody to close out for me because it's eight o'clock. I want to know what information would you like to leave um, for us um, listeners with um, this movement? I don't, you know, if you want to say what well, you hope they will do this or they're doing a great job at this. I need to uh, some closing on um, before you leave on, you know, um, how well they're doing or what they need to do. So as far as the Black Lives Matter, um, because I think it's very important. I'm very pleased that, um, you know, there is a movement and bringing awareness to um, what's going on, because this is uh, it's been going on for many years. Um, just from, you know, looking at my age group of people, I see the same things that you all were fighting for in the 50s and 60s that is still going on now. But I needed all of you on to kind of tell us because you were there and you're here now. So I need some closing remark. Um, what um, we need to all do better, um, what the Black Lives Matter need to do or, you know, whatever closing remarks you have. So if we can go one at a time, please. And um, I don't want to say names, but um, well, actually, actually, you didn't need to be using any names. That was Boy, but, but that's okay. Let's start with you, then, Emil. Let's start with you. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm gonna say this in closing. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm 
I'm in favor. Of, I'm in favor of the movement. I'm in favor of them wanting to move money into the proper places so people can be educated and people become better in society. I, I, I'm, I like the movement. The movement is stronger than what it was back then. This movement now is bringing the country together in such a sense where you can don't use, don't misuse this fund here. Take this fund in and use it for this. Take this fund in and use it for this. I believe Black Lives Matter and the movement that's going on now is going to redistribute the finances and what needs to be to make America a better place. Okay, thank you for that. Um, go ahead, Emma. Well, okay, I have enjoyed this, guys. Okay, yes, and can you give me your remarks? Oh, well, I uh, have always felt that my life mattered. I'm black, and I do feel that black lives matter. And I just want us to stop killing each other. And stop believing everything that we see on the social media. Okay. That's how those people got uh, start throwing stuff at the police when that young man shot at the cop. They didn't even know what the real thing had, what really had happened till they saw it on the video. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you you know, can go ahead next. Okay, yeah. all lives matter. Now, if you say that in yeah. the crowd, guess what? They'll beat you up because they want black lives. What you say? They'll, they'll beat you up. They only need the white police shooting a black person. So they don't want you to say somebody else's lives matter because uh, they just want to stick with the black lives matter. It's a political agenda. So all I got to say is, is read up on black lives matter. Find out what they believe before you jump in with them. You know, and uh, like my mother used to tell us, are you going to jump off the uh, mountain just because your friends are? Are you going to do what your friends do and your friends might be wrong? Are you going to question them and find out what the deal is? My people yep. die for a lack of knowledge. That's what the Lord yep. said. That's what I was saying. In essence, that's almost what I was saying. You reading everything exactly. on social media and everything you see on social media is not right. Exactly. Because these people have police phones and they find out what's happening. <laughs> What skirmish is happening? And then what? guess what they do? They run over there. Mm -hmm. Pass cop. Don't even have the information. And they make other people think on their social media that it was an innocent situation. And it might not be. You get the facts first. Just what yep. you make you say, just the facts, yep. man. I mean, yep. just, uh, Joe Friday, just the facts. Yep. Okay. All right. I get yep. facts now. All right. I'm doing, I'm doing the closings. I'm doing the closings. Thank you so much. Miss Davis. We're talking to everybody. We're, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Miss Davis. Miss I won't ring in because we're at the end, so maybe we'll do this again. But I have some comments. I've been pretty silent. Okay, look, Mr. Jones, I'm gonna, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, I'm gonna have you be the last yes. to close out. Okay, Miss Luella. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, I just yeah, think well, we need uh, to start praying more, and I believe that all lives matter. Okay. Thank you. Very good. Okay, um, Miss Frida. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm in accordance with the all lives matter. It, it's not only black lives, but all lives do matter. Okay, that's what God would want from us. I'm a Christian woman, so I, you know I just believe that all lives matter, and that we, you know, in prayer, 
you know, we need that. We need to get our people back into church. Amen. And, and find out that, you know, that, because this, I mean, violence is not going to make it work. No violence. No violence. We need to Amen. do this in peace and we can do this. Do this good. Doris? But you have to be educated on what you're doing and what, and what you're doing it for. Very good. I apologize, Miss Frida. Uh, Doris? That's okay. And, but thank you so much for inviting me. I really enjoyed this. I'm glad. I'm glad it won't be the last one. Doris, did you want to have some closing remarks? And then I'll have Mr. Jones. He'll be last. Bye, guys. Bye, Miss Luella. Bye, M.E.O. Bye. We haven't finished Bye. yet. Good night. Have a good evening. Have a blessed evening. You too, huh? Okay. You we too. haven't we haven't finished yet. I want to hear the rest of the closing. Go ahead, um, Doris. Do you have a remark? No. It's oh. been a very interesting okay. conversation, and uh, maybe the next time I will give my input. But I am one that truly uh, stands on the word of God, uh, not to be judgmental. And I think we all have to look within ourselves, because if you don't look within yourselves, you'll never find the truth. Very Amen. Amen. That's okay. true. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Mr. Jones. Yeah. You I just think God is really angry with us. Oh. That's Interesting. What I think. Okay. All right. Mr. Jones. Uh, anyway, bye-bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Mr. Jones, you have the floor yeah. now. Yeah. Mr. Jones? And we can do it the next. Yeah, we can do it the next time. But only thing I was going to say, there's a lot of talk about all lives matter. Well, the problem with that is that all lives are not being destroyed by police officers. All lives are not being discriminated against. All lives don't have poor health care, poor education, or being marginalized by the uh, judicial system. Yeah. And so while we're saying black lives matter, it doesn't mean that all lives doesn't matter. Right. It just means that the focus needs to be on black lives because we're the ones that being discriminated against. Right. That's all that that means. Mm -hmm. and I have to tell yeah. this about years we've always been discriminated against. Because like I told you before, it's a, we're a threat to them. Yeah, but that's why the focus is black lives matter. And I don't think uh, the, the organization Black Lives Matter means that all lives don't matter. They're just saying that we're the ones that's being discriminated against. White white folks aren't being discriminated against. And so we're discriminating against each other. We discriminate against each other. We kill each other. Why should the focus be on white lives because they don't get killed by the police officers. They don't have poor educational they don't they're not incarcerated like black folks are. And so that's why Black lives matter. And we talk about defunding the police. In most organizations, 80% of the money goes into the people. Right. Salaries, health care, retirement. That's where the money goes. And true enough, police officers don't need to be responding to these things that otherwise they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And no, we, we do have to have police officers. You talk about sending a, you can't send a police officer to a domestic dispute. Um, I mean, you can't send a social worker to a domestic dispute. Somebody's going to pull out a gun. Right. But like at right. this point, you got to have services for those folks as right. well. And those things have been taken away. 
So, yes. you know, there's a lot of things to it. Trying to stay with Andrew's point about what's different, who's passed the baton. In the 60s, they're talking about they're talking about immigration. They're talking about voting rights. They're talking about civil rights. Now we're talking about a whole different genre of things that they weren't talking about back then. So the baton has been passed to Black Lives Matter, and I think they're doing a great job with it. But we have to get into a deeper conversation about how things are going to change, and it begins with systemic racism. That's where it has to begin, and that's where Black Lives Matter is taking over. Yeah. All right. All right. And on that note, I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you for... Um, you know, taking the time out to share your thoughts and um, your experience and your knowledge. I appreciate that. I know this hour did not do it justice. It's so many more topics that um, we need to talk about, but I wanted to at least start with this one to introduce and uh, what better way with you all that have all this um, information for us. So um, thank you. I appreciate you. I'll get another invite um, together, not anytime soon, but maybe in a couple of weeks. And we can uh, pick up and move on to another topic. Um, thank you again. I appreciate you guys. I really do. And um, have a great night. Thank you so much. Okay. Good night. All right now. Good night. Uh-huh. Good night. <laughs>